so yeah, like it, it was. A, it, I mean, I don't know why did they spoiled it. Like nothing was good after that. It just was a really, it just was a really okay movie, and that that's the thing. Have you yeah. watched it? <laughs> it it's, 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 it's just it's 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 a movie, and it got spoiled, and there was no reason to watch the movie. And then everybody has like their immediate conspiracy theories. It's like completely wrong, and it's like, yeah, well, that's not it. But while we're on the subject, how how do you feel as a comic book movie compared to a regular movie? Do you think comic book movies are played out? Uh, do you think like they're overdone? What, what's your opinion on them? No, I think that's the new like standard. Like they they do so well, like. Half the time you can't even tell they're comic book movies. Well, we know because we're fans, but like, we didn't know. Like, I feel like they'll do just as good, you know what I mean? Yeah, because they're getting a lot of hate for movies. And then as soon as you, oh, it's a bunch of superheroes together. Like, God, that's what you're happy for, man. It's the story. It's interesting. I'm like, hey, whatever, okay. It's like, Doug, like, you don't, have you ever read a comic book? No. Do you know how much we're geeking out because of this? No. All right, then shut the fuck up. Like, it's not, it's not that big a deal. I know people are like, well, movies are supposed to be movies in the cinema and they're supposed to be this. It's like, you know what, you know what some of the movies really are? They're just like books in visual form. Uh-huh. Comic book is a book. It's, if it wasn't a book, why would it be in Barnes and Noble? So that's what I'm saying. It's like people, automatically jump to the dumbest shit but like you look at it in a dumbass way it's like movies are supposed to be art and storytelling this is just crap and it's like do you find crap okay if that's what you think then that's what you think but not a four year old or a six year old can't sit there and tell me that they read a Fantastic Four book and knew everything that was going on I don't mean just like the plot I mean the story and the explanation of what's happened. The quantum metaphysical realm and shit like that. Like little kids aren't gonna know that. They're like, like, what is, like it's it's for us. Like we're popping for this. Like just let us have this. Like we've been so nerdy that we've been conditioned that this shit is not cool. And now like the cool kids are saying, Marvel's not cool. Like you guys are a bunch of fucking nerds. It's like, dude, yeah, we were always nerds. We always accepted it. We or just coming out the closet like, hey, we're here because it's accepted now. And now you want to push us back in the goddamn closet. Like, hey, wait, no, wait. We, we still love this shit. But hey, whatever. Fuck you. Like, who gives a shit? Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's the multiverse of madness. And let's go to the multiverse of wrestling. Uh-huh. Oh, I was about to say, have we been this that? <laughs> no, see, I, I knew, I knew that wasn't a thing. So, <laughs> backlash, WrestleMania backlash. Yes, we did not cover that. We did not cover that. We weren't going to cover that because it was like, who the hell cares? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't anything that we we're going to be like, oh shit, let's watch this or let's let's talk about this. Surprisingly enough, there were some really good matches on there, and it's like, okay. Yeah, there were really good matches. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, just like, 
oh, shitty matches. It was really good matches to the point where we were like, oh, shit, it's actually bearable. But it also, there was no story that progressed throughout the whole show. But it was just like, it was like good matches, but there was no progression of a story. And it always seems to be the thing with these throwaway pay-per-views. They, they have some banger matches, but throwaway, you know, story. Exactly. Because it started out with Cody versus Seth. And it was a great match. And Cody won because Seth rolled him up. And Cody rolled up Seth and grabbed the tights because Seth had already grabbed the tights. And people like immediately jumped to he's a heel, which I keep telling people you have to stop jumping to the he's a heel. Like the first thing you do is jump to he's a heel. Later on, go through a theory, which I know is like probably 100% true. So, yeah, I'm just going to get to that later. <clears throat> but, guys, like, stop jumping to he's a heel, which, like, Cody was not a heel. But, I didn't get that vibe. Yeah. And one thing, like, I'm thinking about it this way is, like, dude, he feels like he has to do what he has to do to get to the title. Like, so, I mean, he's going to take his little shortcuts to get to the title. And once again, like I said, this is going to play into a story later. You can't jump to like you can't jump to the conclusion, people. Like that's what I'm saying. Plus, as so, you said, just did it to him first. So you know, man, do him to others like you do him to you, <laughs> but do it better. <laughs> yes. So that was so that was the first thing. Like we'll we're, we're not going to give you a full review, but we'll talk about the matches as they intertwine with Raw. It's like mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So then we get the Raw and we see RK Bro, which the match, I swear to God, they, they fucked up because they should have had Randy or Drew pin Roman. Neither one of them pinned anybody and Roman pinned Riddle. And we're like, okay, well, yeah. And now I'm like, how do we get to the next step? And immediately on Raw, as soon as it opens up, Randy and Riddle are like, we're going to go to SmackDown and challenge the Usos, but we're going to ask the Tribal Chief for the match. Instead of, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's how Randy is going to face Roman. Yeah. And some people are already like, because Roman's not on the poster for Hell in a Cell, are like, yeah, Roman's not going to be at Hell in a Cell. He's definitely not going to be at Hell in a Cell. And it's like, damn. Sam, that does not that's not what that means. Even though he has a lighter schedule, he's not gonna be wrestling as much. No, he's going to be in the pay-per-views. It's okay. It's okay, guys. So then Randy and Riddle had a banging match against the Street Profits. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like, it was like really awesome. Probably one of the best matches that whole fucking show. Yeah, like, this what? show, like, this show had some good, like, it was actually coherent, and it wasn't bad, and it wasn't, like, Backlash. Backlash, people Basically. are actually saying Backlash was better than WrestleMania as match quality, and I could 
kind of agree because there were some good matches better than the WrestleMania versions, but yeah. Match but like, me, yes, story now. Yeah, story now. So that was a thing. Yeah. Then they announced later on it's going to be this Cody US title 10 o'clock at night. So yeah. Okay, okay, that's the thing. Then they had Theory come out on the stage, kind of like the old 80s classic version. And they're like, hey, we're bringing that back for people who are old that know what this is. And I'm like, yeah, I'm that one. Yeah, I am that one. I loved it. (laughs) Yeah. So Austin said he's going to beat up Cody and... We immediately knew what was happening. We're like, oh, it's definitely just going to be front end. Like, blah. Who cares? So, then we get the recap of Edge versus AJ. Pretty good match until, oh my God, and she came out with black hair. Who didn't see that coming? People who haven't listened to this podcast or haven't thought about this. I was like, oh, okay, what? Because I've only different since Yeah. I've said it since mm-hmm. WrestleMania that she's gonna be part of the group. I yeah. said that's happening and there are possibly more. And Edge cut his hair. And it yeah. fucked everybody up. That one I didn't see coming. Yeah. So Edge is out there making this little dumb speech and he's talking Rhea and Damien are the saints of fate. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, you're just throwing out cool names and you have this team stuck with Judgment fucking day? You gotta be fucking kidding me. (laughs) He was mad. (laughs) Yeah. And so then Rhea had a match against Liv and of course it was a good match, and then Rib beats Liv, and then attacks Liv after the match, and then taking their sweet ass time, Finn Balor and AJ show up, and they're like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna beat Damian and Edge. Where did they go? Oh no, they ran away. Finn, you take on Damian with AJ in your corner. Oh." Wow, I'm just like this is this is such this is so weird how it was structured. This was it was bad. It was very bad. So then we had Sin versus Damien, and they're having this match, and the match is going. The match is going, and Finn gets another loss because of DQ. Edge and Judgment Day Saints of Fate Penance beat the shit out of the Ballard Club. That's what I call them? Okay. <laughs> so did you notice did you notice that Edge said we want more people to join our cult? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder who else is going to join their cult. 
maybe some sort of champ. Uh, yes. So then we get backstage promo with Alpha Academy and Kevin Owens. And Kevin says, my brother is going to be here later on. And my brother is going to wrestle in a match. He's like, wait, what? Yeah, my brother's going to wrestle a match later on. And he's going to wrestle against... He's- I'm like, everybody's like, okay, you have a brother? What? Okay. I don't know how many people so, believe that shit. <laughs> I hope not many. So then we get almost in the VIP lounge. They're talking about the match they had with Bobby and how they beat Bobby. We're like, okay, because they beat Bobby at Backlash. So they're tough. Your guy that comes out and says, I want to be part of the Hurt Locker business again. So then Bobby shows up, beats the shit out of everybody, kills Cedric Alexander, starts throwing stuff, throws like 80 security guards. He's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that, that's the thing. We have a backstage thing with Sonya Deville, and she's like, I have a match. I don't want to hear what you got to And he's like, dude, listen, I'm trying to tell you something. I don't care. I have a match. Okay, fine. So Sonya goes out for a match. Adam Pierce comes out and says, hey, listen, as of right now, you're stripping your power. Also, as of right now, Alexa Bliss. I'm like, okay. Okay. Whole new gimmick, apparently. It's a fusion of the last two gimmicks. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, well, Alexa beat her in like 10 seconds. Everybody's excited and happy, and it's like, yay! It's happening! She's back! Like, <laughs> So then we had. Ezekiel come to the ring. Ezekiel's ready. And then Kevin's brother Kelvin shows up. And he has a wig on. And his beard has... And he's telling Ezekiel that he's Kevin's brother. And then Kevin gets mad. He can't even keep a straight face. Because Ezekiel immediately goes, Hi, Kelvin. How are you doing? And Kevin just... (laughs) Kevin immediately got mad and just started beating the shit out of him. And then the Alpha Academy came and beat the shit out of him with him. And they beat, they fuck him up. They leave him laying. And it's like, oh my God, this actually fucking fucked. But here's the thing. Like, they keep beating Ezekiel's ass. Where does he find help this? My hand up. Have my hand up. Mm-hmm. And he's going to fuck you up, right? Mm-hmm. Elias. Like straight up, Elias, right? Uh huh. How? how? Mm-hmm. He's gonna get someone to basically cosplay as Elias or whatever. Like, I seen a, a meme or whatever. They could rehire Damon Sand uh, to play Elias. Okay. Or something like that. Or you had a theory, not an Austin theory, that it could be fucking what's his fit? Um. Damn it, I forgot his fucking name. Eli Drake. I know that's not his name here, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because Eli Drake looks just like him. Yeah. 
What's his but name? But he's man? running L.A. Knight. But he's running a he's running a modeling agency on SmackDown. But that's a dark thing. So like, um, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna come to light. Oh, okay. All right. Because if not, they could go with that too. Either one. Yeah. But regardless, like it could be someone being Elias, and then like he could get like it could like had the same reaction. Kevin get pissed off like you're not Elias, he's Elias. <laughs> that would be really fucking crazy. And they would like kind of like upgrade this whole thing because eventually they like, him getting mad at fucking Ezekiel gonna get tired, so you know get mad at Elias too. Yeah, like it's it's, it's all gotta end sometime. Yeah. So then we had a backstage thing with Asuka. So Asuka is there and she's talking and she's getting a match later on tonight. And there comes Becky. Becky's like, what the fuck? Like, she shouldn't get a title match. She just came back. This is bullshit. This shouldn't happen. This is like, how the fuck is this going to happen? Becky says, she's just angry. So Asuka says, when I, you were going to be a mommy, but now all you're doing is crying like a baby. It, I don't know just, what that was the best line of the whole fucking night. It was so funny because like they're just like you could tell Becky is just having fun with her and it's just like it's it's the cutest thing ever. It's so cute. Yeah. So that then we get beer Mahan with Wilow. Because <laughs> Wilow is Warlow without the R. He gets beat, he gets beat the fuck up and Veer just murders him. And he's like, oh, okay, are you trying to send a message to Warlow or something? No. Please tell me people don't actually think that. No, no, no. So then we get the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. He's ready for his match against Austin Theory for the U.S. title. And everybody just was like, all right, yeah, this, we know how this is going. There's no difference in this match. We know exactly how this is going. And it went exactly. It would have been funny, but the thing is, they have to keep Cody strong. Plus, they have to advance his storyline with Seth. So it's like, okay, this is why we have to do this, and that's what happened. They let Seth come out and beat the shit out of Cody, fuck him up really bad. Which immediately, as they're fighting, the ones in the hell in the cell. Okay, cool. Who cares? Which Thoughts? this match at this point should, should not have a third match because Cody already won two. So I, I, my opinion is gonna have a third match. I know, but like they don't have any other bad guys to feed the Cody. Like they're just time until like the inevitable title match, so they don't have really anybody to feed the Cody. So they have to feed him somebody. They're like, all right, we have to give him somebody. 
in a match, in a story, and make you kind of feel like, all right, yeah, he's progressing. But it's just Seth over and over and over again. Champa probably would have been a good a good idea. No. 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 Yeah, like this is going to hell in the sun. It's like, who cares? We're getting closer and closer to the big show, so it's like we're getting it over with. It's it's great that it's over with. It's over and done. Whatever. It's not. I don't know. Like, I don't know, because, like, I feel like the fucking AEW thing where I always mention how they always have fresh new matches is what WWE, even they go past different parts in the story. Like, yeah, you should just go with something new. But, you know, they don't, because they're that. And not going to complain about it. So then, um, what else do we have next? We had a women's match, a women's tag team title match. We had Sasha and Naomi versus Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. I seen the ending coming, but I like the way this is going because this is actually story progression for Nikki. Yes. This is this is story progression because now Dewdrop is like, yo, we could have won if you didn't just try to act like a goddamn superhero and try to win this match on your own. Are you ready to get serious? Like when you're ready to get serious, we can change this. So yeah, that's good story progression. And so Asha and Naomi was leaving the Miz came out in a ref suit because it's like oh my god wait what is the Miz doing as a ref Miz is a ref what is he refereeing he was refereeing the next match which is Chiappa versus Mustafa Ali and you seem to know this beforehand yes and Renegade immediately he goes yeah, why don't he just do the three count and just end the match really quick? And for some reason, Miz would not do that until the last minute. And was like, all right, one, two, three, Champa wins. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the match lasted kind of long. He should have just did it and be done with it. Exactly. So here's the thing: people look like Ali is back and Ali is getting buried. This is so bad. Like, look at what they're doing. I'm like, okay. If you pay attention to what they're doing in WWE world, he's not getting buried. He's building a story. Because Mm -hmm. he's going to face Austin Theory eventually. But he needs some... And which is The Miz. And now that he has a great story with The Miz, he's like, I have to beat The Miz to get the theory. So... That, I mean, that makes sense. Exactly. Because it's Darius' fault that Miz was the referee to begin with because he talked to McMahon. And, you know, that's McMahon mm-hmm. is like basically his mentor right now or something. So. Yes. Like the end goal is Darius. Mm-hmm. 
in the U.S. title. I feel like Ali winning the U.S. title would be the right thing to do. Yes. So he's not getting buried, guys. Like, it's, yeah. it's a story. Yes, but people don't see that. So, then we get a Lacey Evans promo. And Lacey Evans is on Raw now. Why? I don't know. They're confused. <laughs> so, then we get... Lashley talking about, hey, next week, steel cage match. So, then we get a divorce court thing, but from the divorce, so it doesn't happen. <laughs> so, we get More big time... <laughs> we get big time Bex versus... I mean, like, she just shows up. Not, she shows up with Lady Gaga looking gear on. And... Immediately, like the dumbass fanboys go, This is the person that's telling AEW they should step up their women's division? What a joke! But we're having the third match on Raw for women, and the women are all through this fucking show. But, like, yeah, go off, go off. Like, Dustin even said it. He inspires them to be like the WWE Women's Division. I don't understand why people are so upset. Like, this is a real thing. Like, people want the Women's Division to be better in AEW. And they're like, no, you can't criticize it. It's like, it's just criti- it's just criticization. Please just shut the fuck up. Please just, like, shut up and just go with the movement. And they're like, no, this shit happened. This sucks or whatever. And I'm like, you guys are so idiotic and brain dead that like sometimes you shouldn't have whites to wrestle or I mean watch wrestling like, you shouldn't have rights like they should be taken away from you immediately so then we have Bianca versus Asuka and with Becky out there you knew Becky was gonna immediately get in there like the quickness that she got in there what the fuck it was like literally five minutes and Becky interfered in a cost and Bianca to match, and it was like, what the fuck? Why? So it it didn't make it didn't make any sense because she's like now putting herself back in the title picture, plus like beating the shit out of Oscar. Which, if you honestly think about, it, Becky just made Oscar number one contender because she won a number one contenders match. Ah. And Oscar's the number one contender, and because Becky inserted herself, we're going to have a three-way at Hell in a Cell. Like, okay, yeah, well, I agree with that. That's that's okay. Plus, they, they all kind of have a story against each other, except kind of Oscar and Beyond. Like, yeah, like, yeah like, I'm okay with that being the Raw title match. Because we all know it's going to be Rhea once Rhea is done with her storyline, Rhea versus um, Bianca. But yeah, it's like, it's like, you cool with that? Like, I'm totally cool with it. I have no problem with that. Exactly. That's gonna be good. So, yeah, that was that.
so speaking of AEW, we had a Bret Hart masturbatory match to start off the show. And it's so funny that, like, Hangman Page coined that term, but, like, it's true. And, like, there's nothing against Bret Hart. I actually love Bret Hart. But it's true that there's a lot of Bret Hart masturbatory matches happening here. Yeah, I mean, like, it's more about Owen, but it seemed more about Bret. <laughs> yeah. Let's start off with a Shawn Michaels lover and a Bret Hart lover facing each other. It was Dax Hardwood versus Steve Dorsey, baby. <laughs> this match was really good. Like, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yes. And, like, Dax hurt his ribs and thrown out. He could barely get back in the ring. He put the sharpshooter on Steve and he had to drop it because his ribs were hurting so bad. And then Steve fucked him up and put him in a sharpshooter and made him tap. Enjoyed it. Yeah. He had to like see if he was bleeding. That was funny. So then we had CM Punk come out with an Islanders jersey of somebody who got traded and hates who hates Long Island. And the funny part was like, Punk even said, cut my music. He didn't even want Long Island singing his music because he's such a dick. So Hangman is on commentary. Punk comes to the ring and it's just like, okay, all, all right. He's going to face John Silver. I mean, Silver's have a match. They're going. Great match. Of course, Punk beats Silver because he can't lose. He's going for the title. Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. so throughout the match, Punk is being a dick. Punk is being a little dick. And it's like, he's just being a small penis. And you're like, okay, why are you being a small penis? And it immediately hit me because I said this off the air last week. And it immediately hit me, especially when he won the match. So he calls out Hangman Page, and Hangman comes to the ring. And has this line with, and like, I finally like got it because it clicked in my head when this line where he's like, I wake up every day wondering if I'm a good guy. And the day I woke up and wondered if I'm a champ, and I said, no. At the end of the match, I'm going to make you shake my hand. So he puts his hand out, and Hangman immediately just is like, no, fuck you, pal. Yeah, and, so <laughs> Yes, and it was so funny how, like, everybody was like, oh, Hangman's being a dick. And I'm like, bro, you're about to see the fucking true heel version of CM Punk in AEW. You're about to get the real heel version of Punk. Like, this is old ROH vintage dickhead punk. You're about to get it's happening. Yeah, I see it. And there's a lot of people who are like, Hangman's definitely winning. And people are like, no, punk's winning. And everybody that like once you say punk's winning, they're like, 
bullshit. Like, Punk's winning. Like, they would never put the title on Punk. Like, Hangman's the champion. I'm like, you don't see how much of an asshole Punk is being. And I know that doesn't indict the fact that they have long champion. It's like, yeah, all of that's fine. But the story makes so much sense for a heel Sam Punk to actually win the title and screw over like, Hangman. And it's like, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm all for it. Yeah. I'd rather have a heel champion anyway. Nothing against fucking Hangman. You know, I love Hangman, but. Yeah, I'm just like I I don't I don't care. I don't care either way. Like I I love Hangman to death. He's like one of the coolest people. Love him. But yeah, yeah I don't I don't I don't care if Punk wins. We all know what the inevitable is gonna happen, so I don't care. So then we go to the back, we get an interview with Britt and Jamie and Reba's back. And they're like, Hey, yeah, what's gonna happen in the tournament? And like, no, we're winning this whole shit. All right. Whatever. So, shows up, and Danhausen is gonna face Tony Nese. Danhausen gets the entrance. Tony Nese doesn't. Tony Nese demolishes Danhausen in five seconds. Not even joking. Five seconds, and then he cuts a promo. Well, Mark Sterling cuts a promo on how we didn't even get an entrance. We just got put out here like jobbers. And they continuously beat the shit out of Dan Housen, beat the shit out of Dan Housen, and Hook comes out. Hook scares the shit out of them. Dan Housen puts his hand out. Half of the people actually thought Hook wasn't going to do it. Everybody else was like, and Hook did it. So, they're a team now. Hook out. Yes. And they're going to have a tag team match at double or nothing. So then we had Wardlow in cuffs with a Titan trying to say boo Wardlow. Boo Wardlow. And Wardlow comes out for this contract signing. He gets there. And then all of a sudden we get a dark side of the ring thing. And it was very funny because they had the dark side of the ring thing and Jericho's narrating it. And then all of a sudden he goes, wait a minute, this is for MJF? I'm not doing this. And then they say, well, he's going to pay you a lot of money. He's like, oh, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, after all this shit, me and this little bitch been through? Oh, wait, pay me that much? Never mind. It, it was really <laughs> cool. Then they had like old wrestlers like talking about what happened in the whole CM Punk versus MJF story. They even had legendary Jewish wrestler Barry Horowitz. Barry fucking Horowitz, yes. (laughs) It cracked me up when they said that. And it was just like, yo, this is actually really done well. They had Taz, they had Jake the Snake, and they had like a reenactment of like Punk beaten, and it was really, it was really done well. It was done well. I liked it. It was very good. And then MJF, because he's in his hometown, he gets cheered. 
They fucking cheer the shit out of him. Love him here. This is the only place in the world he gets cheered. <laughs> right? So then they, they're talking about, hey, all right, it's time to sign a contract. Okay. And JF's like, all right, listen. Here's the thing. Wardlow, you have some conditions. You're gonna have you're gonna get beat by the strap. You're gonna he's like you're gonna beat by the strap by uh, me, ten lashes. And just like when I had Cody Rhodes, the American roller coaster, you're gonna have a cage match. And it was like, wait, this is one of the first times they actually mentioned Cody Rhodes. And it was like, all right. And Sean Spears is gonna have a cage match versus Wardlow. And after all of that, then we're going to get MJF. But it's going to be the referee for that cage match. So, yeah. Like, and I wonder how they're going to spend this shit. It's going to be funny because I think MJF is going to get knocked out, and that's how he's going to want one, two, three. Because he's going to get knocked out. He's going to grab his hand, make him do that. And then it was like just a bunch of Wardlow killing everybody. MJF and Sean Spears got away. Everybody else died. Now, here's some interesting stuff that came out of that. Because he even mentioned it on the yeah, 2024. Like, the guy backstage doesn't even want me to mention that. So, remember last time I was like, hey, these guys are having beef, Tony and MJF. That's a problem. They're having beef. It's like, so apparently they smoothed it out, kind of. Air quotes that, kind of. Okay. Because it's smoothed out, kind of. They're like kind of working through it. But at the same time, a lot of people in AEW and outside of AEW are like, yeah, in 2024. I'm pretty sure MJF's going to WWE. And people are like, why do you that? It's like, his feelings are he wants to go to WWE. And it's like, part of me is like, okay, is this a work? Like, are people just like trying to work it up? Or is he trying to work it up? Like, oh man, listen. I'm like, listen, I'm going to go to WWE, so I want more money. I want more money. And a lot of people are like, yeah, like, why would he go to WWE? Why would he go to WWE? Like, like I've said before, for many people, if that's what you want to do and that's your dream and they're offering you a ton of money, take it. Fucking go. Fucking go. Yeah. Just fucking do it. This is, this, that's what you want. That's your experience. That's what you want. Fucking do it. The problem with MJF is going is MJF is everything that Vince likes and he is like the Miz in a younger version. I swear on everything that if that happens, Vince is just going to love that child and he's going to be the new Miz. There, there's not going to be anything nobody can do about it. He's going to be the new Miz and he's going to irritate the fuck out of everybody. That's... And like... I'm going to hate him even more but it's just like ah, whatever it's not heel hate it's gonna be actual hate <laughs> yes 
but like I like I said, I don't know. Like me, I still I always look at everything as a work. If there's more signs that point me to him going to WWE in 2024, we'll see. But like the more and more you say it out your mouth, the more and more you try to get people to think about it, the more and more you push for this, is the more and more I'm like, I don't know. You're, I feel like you're, you're, you're working yourself. And like, that's what I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I feel like this is it where it's like, oh, wait, no, it's definitely happened. He pushes it to your face where it's like, no, nah, it's not gonna happen. That's how I feel. Yeah, I don't know. Like, could happen, could not happen. But the more he keeps fucking with us, the more it seems like it's not gonna happen. Mhm. So then we have a Samoa Joe promo about him versus the Joker, and Sanjay does like it's not Jay Lethal. It's not Sutton Singh. It's not me. Who is it, Joe? <laughs> I was like, what? 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 Like, I was so confused because it's like, they have Joe talking about the Joker, and then these three guys are like, we're not the Joker. And it's like, so what was the point in all of this? Like, why? Like, uh, in, like, like, like something that happens later on, probably like I probably definitely agree that one another is probably a joker. <laughs> Just like what the fuck. <laughs> so then we had Ricky Starks versus Jungle Boy, and it's like okay, if Jungle Boy wins, he wins the title. If Ricky wins, he wins the tag team title opportunity for him and Powerhouse Hobbs. So. The match is going. The match is going. And then all of a sudden, like, Swerve comes down. And Swerve is trying to stop Ricky from doing whatever's going on. And, oh, my God. He causes, he causes Jungle Boy to match. Jungle Boy loses. One, two, three. Now Ricky starts like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yo, what, what's happening? And you immediately, like, because I said this last week. It's a triple threat for the tag titles. It's Swerve and Keith Lee, Jurassic Express, and Hobbs and Starks. It's a triple threat. And that's exactly what they did. It, then something happened where last week where we were talking about long-term storytelling and how stuff should actually be, this was a shot of how it actually should be. Because Jurassic... Luciosaurus goes out, he's looking at everybody out there and Jungle Boy is sad, he's looking at the other side of the ropes Christian slowly walks over to him taps him on the shoulder, Jungle Boy gets startled, the two of them are in the ring you can see it, like you can see it cause it's just like literally everybody is waiting for the moment, it's like it's happening. In the way that it was shot, in the way that the tension was in the air, it was like, we feel it coming. It's coming. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It feels like Christian is going to turn on Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy's going to turn on Christian. Something's going to happen. It's going to happen. 
And the fact that they keep playing it up, they keep saying it over and over and over again. It's like literally in your face to the point where it's like, if you're dumb or blind, you're not seeing it. But if you're just a human being that actually watches TV, you're like, oh, I see it. I see it. It's right there. Something's going to happen. I need to tune into this segment because I want to know what's going to happen between the two of them. Exactly. Was it me or did he tap him? He t- the funny part was like he tapped but the way Jungle Boy responded was like with a little Whoa. like like he kind of just like turned really hard like who the fuck is that? And he was like he had his fist balled up and then he was like oh it's you and the way that they embraced it, did, it wasn't an embrace of like a student teacher embrace it was like a weird embrace and Christian didn't like look at him but he kind of looked away from him when he hugged him it was like it's all these small little things and pieces of these teases that like dude you have to realize that this is a gazillion times better than whatever the fuck they're doing with Julian exactly So, then after that, we have the Jericho Jerkout Society for whatever the fuck they're out there for. The talk shit and they're just doing shit and like, I okay, so like, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna be that guy and get political or get weird into this shit. I'm not gonna do it. But I swear to God, Jericho knows what the fuck he's doing. Like, he knows what the fuck he's doing. And people like, the people who don't know are just so dumbstruck and like, it's like it's just words it's like no i swear to god he knows what he's doing like n- is nobody saying this shit like jericho literally just goes i'm a wizard and like everybody was like ha, that's a joke and it's like dude do you got know why that's why that's bad that sounds bad coming from him someone like so like someone that's like as is, is bad as him like him just saying I'm a wizard. And I'm just like, dog, you just can't say that. Like, you can't, you, you can't say that. And like, literally just like, the timeline is just like, hey, ha, 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 that, that was funny. He's a wizard. That's weird. I'm like, are you guys like, are you guys just really that dumb and blind that you don't see like, there was implications in those words? And I know somebody out there is like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not going to explain it because I'm not going to go into like, I'm not going to be that kind of podcast, but it's like, it's really dark. It's really dark. It's not really funny dark. It's really dark, human dark. And it's like, Doug, you can't keep embracing these little words and invoking this stuff. And it's like, before somebody literally got a million times to be like, Doug, you're, you're, you're a bad guy. You're a really bad guy in real life. But it's like, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying words and joking. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, that didn't sit right with me at all. But moving on. No, the funny part though, not not to go too much into it, like there's been a thing since last week, and I caught on to, to that last week when he said it. With the fireball. Yeah, he, like, he it ever since he threw the fireball. Yeah, and I know somebody's gonna be like, dude, but he's just being the grand wizard from years ago. That's no. not the grand wizard he's being. That's no. not the grand wizard he's being. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just no, just no. Grand on it, no, no, <laughs> no. 
So they get cut off by Moxley. And like immediately I'm just angry because I'm like, oh, we're not getting homicide. Like we're not getting homicide Hernandez. Like that sucks. Because they switched it up and now they have Moxley. And of course, then here comes Brian and Yuta. And then LAX surrounds them. And the Jericho Jerkoff Society gets their ass beat. William Regal punches Jericho. And so here we go. We have the five way. It's going to lead to the blood and guts with the Blackpool Combat Club and LAX against the Jericho Jerkoff Society. Makes sense. Like I, said, I mean, it makes sense, but I guess they wanted to keep it in house instead of bringing in like other people to make the story like longer and cooler. Because yeah. it would a hundred, it would a hundred percent made it more cooler just because it was the whole LAX experience. That's what makes it cool. Because that never happened before. So yeah, yeah. But in like a retrospect, they eventually was gonna do a combat club versus them anyway, the whole wrestler versus sports entertainer thing. Yeah. So they kinda sped I, through it. Yeah, I know, but like at the same time it was like I wanted the LAX thing and I hyped yeah. myself up more for that. This is like this is alright. It's not gonna be bad. Like I'm not complaining about it. I just wanted what I wanted. That's all. No, you you right about it. Your your way was better because this one they're kind of speeding through it. They're doing reverse. What what would be the reverse of fucking long term like booking? Kind of the reverse of that. Yeah, I mean it's short term booking. Like it, like it all makes sense. Like eventually them getting to this, it all would have made sense. And the yeah. other thing about that would be you would have had more members of the Blackpool Combat Club. That's the other, that's the only other thing that, like, takes it. You would have had more members of the Blackpool Combat Club because you would have had Yuta and then you would have had two more people to join up with the club, probably Lee Moriarty and somebody else. And they'd be like, oh, this is insane. Like, this is insane. But, yeah, like... For. Yeah, and it's like, eh. But, like, whatever. Yeah. Like we keep it in this and like I'm not mad at it. Yeah, me neither, but it could have been better. Yeah. So then we had Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm. This was a match. Yeah. This 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 was <laughs> extremely sexy. Like, this was sexy. Like, they went in there and wrestled. Like, they wrestled just like they used to. And it was just like, yeah, this is wrestling. Like, this is wrestling. This is women's wrestling. This is this is what I need more of on AEW. And it's like, yeah, you want more of it? No, we're going to give you this one match and it's over. But this match was so great. It had time. They... They took their time. They beat the shit out of each other. They fucking wrestled. They fucked each other up. This shit was so good. It was technical. It was dirty. It was clean. It was fucking slamming Tony on an apron. It was like, yeah, like more of this. And they're like, no, you didn't one of this. I swear she got hurt in that fucking spot. <laughs> the apron. Like spot. she was, yeah, she was holding her back for the rest of the night. But it was really, 
Like that mask was just so good. It was just so good. And of course, Tony won, so she's now moving on. But it was just so good. Favorite match. So then we had Scorpio Sky talking about how he's going to beat Frankie. And then Frankie's talking, and Sammy comes out and says, Hey, you get it something, something, something? You get it, this? You get it? And Frankie was like, Listen, I'm not a cheater like you. I, I can keep the rules or some shit, he said. And I was like, All right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> like, I didn't care at all. Like, I didn't care at all for that segment. He basically told him not to trust Scorpio, whereas, like, why should I trust you? Yeah, it was like, who cares? So then we get the main event, and they literally told Tony Khan, "We don't want any rules for this point in the Owen tournament." And I literally said, "This is literally a masturbatory death thing." And you was like, "Oh shit!" And it was mm-hmm. Darby versus Jeff. It immediately started off. Soon as Darby got him ranked, he fucked Jeff up. They fucked each other up. Darby jumped off of a 15-foot ladder in the fucking ring, mind you. 15-foot ladder in the ring. On to Jeff Hardy in chairs. On the outside. If it's in the ring and it goes up 15 feet, the ring is off the fucking floor. Probably like four feet. I mean, not, not four feet. I'm exaggerating. But three, like three feet. So you have... Probably a 20 foot drop onto some fucking ladder in Jeff Hardy. I'm like, this guy's fucking mental. He's fucking mental. He's fucking mental. And like, it I just was like, mm-hmm. every match, especially when it comes to AEW, you, you know this every fucking time. Like, it starts, I'm like, ding, ding, motherfucker. Like, I couldn't even get that. I was like, ding, what, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. And, Jeff Hardy moved one time. Darby was going for the coffin drop. He hit the hardest part of the ring. Jeff Hardy did a swanton onto the fucking steps. The steel steps. Jeff Hardy did a swanton on the steel steps. Yep. And it was so funny how Jeff Hardy won the match with... He won with a roll-up. A wrestling move won this no holds barred match. Like how? I don't know. My part was like the match is over, and next week it's gonna be Steve Dorsey versus Jeff Hardy. So Steve Dorsey comes out, but also the Bucks and Red Dragon come out. So I'm like, oh okay, cool. And here you go. The predictions for double or nothing. Predictions for double or nothing is. Oh, by the way, when Darby got rolled up, he got rolled up next to the ladder, and his feet got stuck on the ladder, so he couldn't kick out. So that was actually really funny. And his neck. If he would have kicked out, he would have hit his head. (laughs) Yeah. So we have the Hardys versus the Bucks. That's happening, and predicting this now: FTR versus. Red Dragon for ROH tag titles. Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah, I'm predicting that right now. So, that's a thing. 
I like I said, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't bad. It was a good show for AEW. All right, yeah. Then we had NXT, which was like literally. I don't know how anybody can yell at WWE for women's matches. It's like, hey, you guys only had three matches on Raw. It's like, yeah, if you would, it was like a gazillion women's matches. It started off with fucking Toxic Distraction versus Roxy and Wendy Chu. For the tag titles. And this match was a match because I didn't like how Mandy got in the fucking ring and screwed them over. Them being Wendy and Roxy. Roxy, yeah. Yeah. They they got screwed over and they lost. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's setting up for Wendy Chu versus Mandy. And I'm like, alright, I'm okay with that. And this is this is why I love Roxy. Not only because she can wrestle, because in the match she gets hurt. And you're like, okay, whatever. I'm gonna explain why this this means more later. So then we get Tiffany Stratton and Jason Waller out there buying stuff and saying, hey, <laughs> we we brought stuff and we're we're now a couple for now. And we're gonna beat up the other people who think that they're a couple too. Like they're not a couple, they're just two people that's gonna fight you. So then we get Diamond Mind. They're they're backstage and all of a sudden Roger Strong comes up and says, Hey, I got a new member. Damian Kemp. Gable Stevenson's brother, who was on NXT for a long time. Okay. So, then we get Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy comes out with the two druids. And he said, like, he said, like, ten things that he was going to call his druids. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Bobbing the fuck out of him. And your OCD fucking you with all that shit. Yes. And it's so funny because people were like, we don't know who the druids are. And I'm like, they look exactly like the Grizzled Young Bats. Like, they look exactly like the girls on the impact. They showed them beating up Brian Breaker last week and everything, and they look just like him. That's where they hit their finisher. No, it was a different finisher. Like, they, they've had tag team moves before, but, mm-hmm. like, it definitely was, like, them. So, then we get a racist thing backstage. Like, the program is great, but this was, like, super racist. Because Chase Owens, I mean, not Chase Owens, Chase, whatever his name is, is backstage, him and Bodie. And then Saray comes up and she's speaking Japanese. And he's like, I don't understand what you're saying, lady. And then Bodie has to translate what she's saying because he's saying, hey, I want to be a tag team with you so we can beat up Tiffany Stratton and the other person. Okay. It's like, oh, why did they have to put, like, she can speak English. She can speak English. Like, you made it weird. Like, it's it's weird and racist now, WWE. Like, what the fuck? Why did you do that? Maybe it's like an Oscar thing where she just talks Japanese when she's pissed. Because Oscar does that. I mean, I guess so. But it's just... Like, it's, 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 it's trying to, like, 
rationalize it. You know what I mean? Like, you know. I guess so. So we have an Ivy now tournament where she's like trying to get somebody else on Diamond Mine and they have to work out to get in there. So then we have the the brackets. We do have the brackets and we have the announcement of the women in the tournament and we're we're getting all of these women being put in the tournament and they show Roxy and Roxy is immediately holding her arm and she's holding her shoulder trying to hold it back in place. Why? Because she just got beat up in the match before that. And it's like, wow, you're still selling that. You're awesome. How about that? Like that fucking long. <laughs> yep. Then we had Sloan Jacobs versus Fallon Henry in the match that was in the ring. And Sloan Jacobs actually got some, she got some fight in. But of course, Fallon Henry was going to win because, you know, she's part of beer virgins and it's like okay well that's the thing yeah so then we get Santos Escobar and he's cutting a promo and he tells he tells Cruz go start the car and he's like alright Cruz is gonna start the car like he has to go to the parking lot to start the car you know that right just warning you, he has to go to the parking lot to start the car. He can't start it from here. He he doesn't have a wireless remote. He has to actually go out there and start it. Yo, why hasn't I mean, anybody thought of that? Get fucking wireless shit. That way you don't have to go through that shit. I don't know. When Cruz goes start the car and he gets his ass beat by Johnny Stamboni and his thugs. I mean, Tony D'Angelo and his thugs. And they beat the shit out of Cruz. They put him in the trunk. And they take Cruz. He's gone. So then we have Amari Miller versus Alba Fire, which is formerly known as Kaylee Ray. You want to know what the coolest thing about this is? Like, I'm not even joking. The coolest thing about this match? Mm-hmm. You want to know? Well, is wrestling. No one chanted Kaylee Ray. They started chanting Alba Fire. And I was like, wait, you're just going to just go right into it? It was like, no, we're just going to go right into it. They just start chanting Alba Fire. She, I I was really surprised that the fans just immediately got behind the new name change and was like, no, we're not going to disrupt the show and call her by her her original name. We're gonna call her by whatever she's doing by now. It's Alba Fire, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And it made it made the re debut more spectacular because it was like they just got all behind the name change and they were all for it. I was like, "That works for me." I like her whole new like entrance, like mystique, like with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm behind it too. Yeah, she, she's pretty dope. Yeah. So, then we have Mello and Trick. They try to come in, driving in a Bentley. And soon as they get to the door, Solo Sokoa's like, nah, fam, you're not getting in. They're like, what? How are we going to get in now? So, they were like, uh, they try to figure out what to do. Of course, they got in. They went in through the door. 
Cause I'm, cause like, as soon as he closed the door, I'm like, how are you not knowing that there's more doors around here? There's gotta be like a million more doors. Like I swear, I saw at least two on their way in there. Yeah. So then we get friend of the show, Cora Jade, cutting a promo on her having a match later on against Natty. I'm like, okay, cool. Then we get Solo Sokoa coming out. And Solo is talking about he's going to be the new champion. And the crowd is behind him. They're like, they're chanting Solo's name. They're all for him. I'm like, okay, Oops, you got this. He calls out Cameron Grimes, and Cameron Grimes says, All right, man, we'll fight you. We're going to have this match. And soon as he turns around, Trick and Mellow tag Cameron Grimes. But Solo Sokoa helps him out, and it's like, All right, got it. He took a sweet ass time, though. Yeah, he did. So then we go to the parking lot, and Santos Escobar realizes, yo, the car's still running. What the fuck? Why is my car still running? So he calls him, like, he picks up the phone. He immediately calls Tony D'Angelo. He's like, where's my guy? And Tony D'Angelo's like, where's my guy? Next week we trade? I guess we trade next week then. So next week they're going to trade. I'm like, okay. Uh, Alright. That was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know they had a match next week. That's what fucked me up. Like, holy shit, they have a match next week? I didn't even know Santa still had the guy. Like, I thought, like, he, like, had to fucking be, like, all metal with it, but he threw him to the fishes or whatever. Fuck. <laughs> nah, he basically walk again. That's whatever. So then we get. In the back, we get Nathan Frazier, and he's talking, and then Zion Quinn comes to tell him, I'm going to teach you a lesson, for no reason. But before he does that, we get Wesley, and Wesley's like, dog, chill the fuck out. He didn't even do nothing. Me and you got beef. So I'm kind of cool with Nathan Frazier and Wesley being a tag team. I feel like uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his name. Zion. I feel like he, he should have the fucking a- Andrew Chase gimmick, or whatever. Because he's always trying to teach somebody a lesson. I'm gonna teach yeah. you a lesson. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, no one said shit to you. Yeah, I mean, true. So then we get Tiffany Stratton and. Grayson Waller coming out for that match. And then we see Saray walking with Andre Chase and Brody. They're walking and she's untransformed. So all of a sudden she transforms. Not only does she transform, she transforms Chase into a blue shirt and she transformed Bodie into her, I guess. I'm very confused. The, the unmorphed her, apparently, like the schoolgirl version of her. Like, it was so funny. It was like, that actually redeemed the racist stuff. And I know somebody's like, how do you rename racist stuff? 
it's not, but like it just it made it tolerable. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's no, still no, racist, no. but it made it tolerable. Like, yeah, it's not that bad. And of course, you know, Chase and Saray won the match because they're cool. But they would have lost, like, they would have lost points. Like, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you had that cool-ass dumb entrance that, like, made me like it and feel something and was like, yeah, well, why would you fuck that up? Like, and his girlfriend could, like, do whatever and, like, like, people are going to still like them. It's not that bad. I don't like them. <laughs> Wait, like them? Wait, you said chasing them? Because I, I don't like... No, nope. uh, uh, Grayson and his girlfriend, Tiffany Trent. Oh, yeah, them I don't like. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was a match. That was... We had Ivy still running with the boys trying to break them. We get Von Wagner. He gets attacked by Ikimanjiro. Beat the shit up. I'm like, oh, okay. Then we had another match in the tournament. It was Ariana Grace, not Ariana Grande. Her name, <laughs> name was Ariana Grace, which is daughter of Santina Morella. And they actually alluded to it when Wade Barrett was like, Beth Phoenix actually wants, actually likes Ariana Grace. Like she says, they have history. And I'm like, Part of me just like went really dumb dark when it was like, is that her? I'm like, no, nah, there's no way that could be her daughter. <laughs> but it was like it was it was a thought. It popped up. Yeah. So we had a backstage thing too with Indy Hartwell and Mandy, and Mandy kept saying, "I feel so sorry for you. I feel so bad for you." And the rest of the girls kept saying, "I feel bad for you too." And Mandy was like, "I feel bad for you because that would never happen to me." And then she left, and Indy was sad. Indy, apparently, I don't know if this is true all the way, but she looks like she got a haircut. Okay. I didn't notice it. She has has a haircut. She posted it on her Instagram that she has a haircut. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. So, we had Nikita Lyons versus Ariana Grace, and, of course, Nikita Lyons beat Ariana Grace. I was like, okay. So we still go back to Ivy fucking working out with this guy. And it's like, dude, you're going to kill this dude. He's going to want to quit. He's definitely going to want to quit. And you're like, no, 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 no. We're going to make her work out with this guy. But why? He's... Like, he's the last guy left, and he's damn near dead. And she's like, no, you're going to push yourself harder. But no, you're going to push yourself harder. Keep going. Keep. If you want to be in Diamond Mind, you have to keep going. And I'm like, dude, everybody else that wanted to be in Diamond Mind are gone. Like, they're gone. I don't want to be in Diamond Mind after that. <laughs> yeah. So then we get the main event. The main event is Cora versus Natty. And I don't know why, but I thought like I thought Natty was gonna beat Cora. But Cora beat her. 
And also, I didn't think this match was going to happen right as quick as it did. You know what I mean? Yeah, you thought it was going to, like, let it simmer for a bit. Yeah, I meant, I meant to say Maddie beat Cora. But, yeah, like, I didn't think, like, it was going to be over as much as it was. And then, after the Cora taps out, Natty pulls her to her feet, shakes her hand, and starts crying, as only Natty can do. Because that's a Natty thing. Natty cries for anything. She's a good girl. Yeah. yeah. Wow, the way you said that, that didn't come off great. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, clarify. Like, like, like motherly, you know what I mean? Like she's okay. been there for so long. She, she loves everybody. Yeah, she, she loves everybody. She's a good mommy. She's mommy natty. Yeah. Locker room leader and all that when it comes to the yep. women. Her and TJ. Mm-hmm. The two best parts of backstage. Yep. So, that was stuff. Um, Sheeta is out of the tournament because she got injured, I want to say, in Japan. Not sure. She got injured somewhere. Okay. But yeah, she, she's definitely not going to be in the tournament. And she's getting replaced by Chris Statlander. Oh. I mean, so, not bad. Mm-hmm. So Charlotte, after her loss to Ronda Rousey, she will be gone from WWE because she's going to get married. <laughs> We've seen that coming. Oh no, but I thought she broke her rotation or whatever the fuck they said. <laughs> oh no, they doubled down on it too. Like they definitely doubled down on it. They were like, yeah, like she we thought that it was this, but it's this. So she's out indefinitely. And it's like, dude, she's getting married. Like, we all know. We heard about it. Like, they could have just put it once and that double downed on it, you know? Yeah, but, like, the thing was, like, the first the first part was, like, oh, she'll be out for a couple weeks. It's like, all right, she'll be out for a couple weeks. Then it's like, mm, no. Like, no, no, no. Not like that. She's out indefinitely. I'm like, dude, we knew this. We knew this was coming. Andrade put it out. It was like, no, we're getting married this summer. We're going to Mexico. That's what it is. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Why did ruin the storyline we already knew about? <laughs> yeah. All right. Who cares? But yeah, um, anything else? Eh, Impact Wrestling had a pay per view, but only thing really noteworthy: fucking Josh Alexander beat Ishii for New Japan. So again, oh, me again coming back? Mm, no, because she just got attacked right here. So. <laughs> oh, and you're not also talking about Sammy Kanalahan? Coming to Impact? Mm, nope. Because he beat Moose. And, like, everyone hates Moose. So. 
everything. Okay, well, that's, that's all the interesting stuff we have. <laughs> so, yeah. Congratulations to Mia, though. Like, I could have sworn she would fucking go to AEW. I mean, yeah. Like, like I keep telling people, like, there's other promotions you could go to and still live in the States, but everybody's just stuck on AEW. And, like, yeah. no matter what happens, it's little turmoil in any company with any person. It's immediately they should go to AEW when everybody doesn't want to go to AEW. And I'm like, yes, AEW is fine. Everybody just and everybody should not be in AEW. Some people should not be in AEW. Like right now, as of now, which could change, it could change. But Cesaro is, I'm cool, fam. He's literally like, I'm cool. He just keeps telling everybody he's cool. Like, there's people out there who are like, yo, uh, we could offer you this much money. He's like, no, I'm worth more. Okay, but if we offer you this much money, he's like, no, I'm. Come on, man, you have to, you you have to come to our show or you have to come to this company. He's like, no, I'm cool. I don't really have to do shit. But you don't really have to do shit. I'm sorry. Like he got oh, money, he ain't got shit to worry about. <laughs> yeah, and he feels like if he as a Joker. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, that blew my mind. Like, I'd be like, oh, well, that's that's a thing. And speaking of the Joker, speaking of the Joker, people want Johnny there. And I saw a weird take. And I've been seeing this take a couple of times about Johnny showing up and being in AEW. They're like... Okay. Okay, if he does go in a tournament, we want Adam Cole so they can have a redoing of their matches in NXT. And half of the people that were saying that were like, wait a minute, you guys were watching NXT and watching them fight? And they're like, yeah, it was like one of the best things in NXT. Okay, that was fine. And then somebody, I don't want to see. Uh, NXT 1.5 remix from Tony Khan. I don't want to see that. I just want to see AE. And I was like, I mean, that's that's that makes sense. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was like I don't want to see a remix from Tony Khan. Like, star writing. I'm like, okay, okay. Like, I'm, like, I'm not even mad at it. I'm like, all right, whatever. Okay, but how do you feel though? How do you feel about them running back a whole NXT match on AEW and people feeling away and enjoying it and loving it, but at the time it happened, they totally hated it. How do you feel about that? It's fucking weird. Like yeah, because that's like one thing that bothers me about it. It's like I see all of that hate that it got the time for like fans that was hating NXT. It was like ah, blah blah blah. It's like okay, and now they're like, oh, see that rematch? That match was so great the first time. It was like so basically you just went against the crowd because it was a WWE product. You like. Oh no, I hate NXT. 
It's just the glorified super indies. It's like, cool thing to do. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's like if you would have just loved it while I was there and appreciate it, no one would call you out while you're doing this. It's like just it's fine. Like I don't want to like I don't want to see it because I've seen it. Like I've seen it a bunch of times. I've seen times don't want to see it like yeah. I really don't want it like I don't want to see it it was a main event that was like it was badass it was fucking awesome I don't want to see it again I I know some people are like you can relive it it was literally like a year or two ago it was like two years ago like you don't have to relive this and people would be like no 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 but, but it was so good we should relive it but if it was so good why didn't you just say it was so good I'm just like let it go, let it go, let it go. Like, it's like remaking a fucking movie that just came out. Yeah, but I want to do it my way. I want my version. You know, if if we did it, it wouldn't be choreographed, and they could do whatever they want. So imagine how good it would be doing whatever they want. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm indifferent because, like, I'm so like the wrestling business. Like people like shifting, like going to different companies and whatever. Especially when it's a feud, like I'm, I'm used to like people like doing it over again. You know? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm just at the point where I also don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I also don't care. Like if it happens, so, it'll be cool. If it doesn't happen. I also don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's the show. Okay. This is the show that never ends. <laughs> but it does. <laughs>